This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is my friend, Mr. Brandon Gomez, who is the sales and marketing manager at Labelcraft. Hey, Brandon. How are you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Good, good. Thank you for having me on. I am very excited because your product is so unique and and you're you're just a great person in this industry to know. And I think what you're doing is a game changer for for people because oftentimes they don't understand that their label backers are not recyclable easily. So we'll, we'll get to that. But I want to start with your background. How did you get into this amazing world of sustainable packaging? Yeah, great. So again, thank you for having me on here. I think yeah. again, you're, you're doing a great job with with the podcast and and keep going. So thank, thank you, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah. So so myself, my background. I I started out my career in actually finance many many <laughs> many years ago. I was doing that for a bit and then ended up wanting to get more into the sales side of things. Just you know, love talking to people and getting out there and communicating and finding solutions and whatnot. Went to a, a large office supply company, we'll say, started out there kind of <laughs> at the bottom, customer service. You know, I saw, you know, way of getting my foot in the door, sort of worked my way up to inside sales, account management, business development, managed a sales team. Did that for, for about 10 years. And then I went over to FedEx office, which is sort of the print division to FedEx. So it was wow. two years there with them. I was their uh, Canadian sales manager. So I had a team of sales guys and, and girls up here in Canada. Did that for a couple of years and then ended up connecting with Brian Tomlinson, who's the owner of Labelcraft. Had a, sat down with him and, and sort of talked about labels. Again, labels are labels and everyone, labels right. are everywhere. What <laughs> uh, really got me was his passion about what he had developed. So he had come out and, and sort of found a solution, we'll call it a solution to liner, label release liner. And again, at that time, I didn't really, you know, I, I was big on sustainability in terms of trying to find ways to reduce and reuse and recycle and all that, right? Just like everyone else. But after I met with him, it kind of like I had a, a light go off and I was like, he's got something amazing here. So, you know, he walked me through the process and he was very passionate. And I never really thought about it at that time in terms of labels and the, the release liner, how much really ends up in our landfill. I don't think a lot of people realize that. So yeah, so you know, I saw an opportunity and, and he had such a great idea. He's invented it. He's got a we've got a patent on Canadian US patent with uh, Europe pending. And and I was just like, this is unbelievable. This is a game changer for the label industry. So up until that point, I mean I sold labels, but I wasn't really selling labels if 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 that makes yeah. sense. So yeah, I came on board in probably was it 2017, I want to say. So I've been with <laughs> with Brian since since then. So about five years and and just, you know, it's it's again kind of a game changer for the label industry, which is what we're trying to promote and get out there so that people understand. Yeah. I like what you said, labels are labels. And that's such a common thing. Yep. Uh, when I go to quote a label for a, a customer, they are oftentimes surprised by the amount of information we need 
to know, to quote the label, they they often will be frustrated, say, come on, man, just just give me the dang label, you know? Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, here's the art, just run it. And it's like, well, okay. What's it sticking to? You know, what, you know, what are the substrates? What does it need to be UV resistant? Uh, there's so many questions. There's big forms that you have to fill out for labels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's endless, right? Yeah. But what makes you unique is something very different. So tell us about label craft. What, what is so amazing? Uh, and thank you again for sending me, for those of you on YouTube, you can see this. But if you're listening and I'm holding up a beautiful roll of labels and on the back of the the roll it says enviro liner which is hard to see but it is <laughs> it's it's the game changer so let's talk about that sure yeah so so I'll give you a little background on labelcraft so labelcraft uh, has been around since 1967 so we've been around for for quite some time so i'm in toronto i'm a leaf fan and i usually tell people <laughs> we've been around as long as the leafs have the last time the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, so that's <laughs> that's as far as I'm going to go with them. Just because I'm a little bit still disappointed because uh, they just lost to Tampa. But anyway, oh no. Um, so, anyways, we've been around. <laughs> it, it's a family-run business. The current owner, it was his dad. Always been in the label industry. Always producing different types of labels. We support a variety of different industries and different types of labels. But anything adhesive or sticky, if you will, yeah, we produce it. Right. What makes and again, I've said labels are labels, which they are. What makes us a little bit different than any other label converter or manufacturer out there today is, again, coming back to what you just showed, is our liner, the release liners. Our owner, Brian, about, I want to say seven years ago, sort of, about five, seven years ago, sort of came up, had a customer come up to us and say, hey, you know, we're trying to go zero to landfill in, 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 in our warehouses, but one of the issues that we have are release liner, yeah. right? So. Release liner is not for for people that may or may not know. It's not recyclable the traditional ways. And what I mean by that is it's it can't be just picked up by by a regular recycler or Murph and and recycled. It has to be collected, kind of bailed together, and then sort of shipped somewhere, and then they kind of put it through through the process of pulling out the silicone and and, and whatnot. Right. So again, release liner is not recyclable because it's got that heavy coating of silicone on it. And I guess for those that are watching. I've got, you know, you can see it's got that heavy coating of silicone. That's what allows that release of the label to come off, right? So what ends up happening is the majority of people will just end up putting it to landfill because it's the easiest solution, right. unfortunately, right? So Brian sort of came up with a concept and, you know, years and years of R&D and testing has come up with a concept and he wanted to find something that would work for the label industry and make it easy for the end users. So one, we're using 100% recycled paper for our liner. So it's not 100%, it's not virgin paper. So that's one oh, wow. factor right there, differentiating factor right there. So we're recycle 100% re post-consumer recycled paper compared to virgin paper. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And secondly, that liner or the spent liner, after you've done with your label, you can you know you take your label, apply it to your product, you're left with the liner. This liner now, because it's made of 100% recycled paper and, and we've put it through a process where it can actually now be recycled. So it can go with fine paper. So you can have your Murph pick that up as photocopy paper. So wow. it, it's, Which is it's, very valuable. Yeah. So it's a game changer. Yeah. And and yeah. the other the other piece to it is when Brian developed it, he wanted to make sure that this was simple and there was no new equipment required, no changes to existing systems or processes. So basically you can take that, our role of 
you know, whatever it is, a four by six direct thermal label, drop it right into your printer and print. No one would know the difference. The only difference now is that that liner is recyclable. So amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a huge game changer. And and again, a lot of people don't realize and don't think about the release liner of, of a label, right? So, you know, usually the, the large corporations out there, they're going through tons of labels. So you can think of any yeah. e-commerce business today, the amount of shipping labels that they print. Yeah. So what I typically say is 50% of that label, if they don't have a process in place, is ending up in their land, right? right. So right. with small small businesses, it's, it, they don't have the bandwidth or they don't have the capabilities of, of one, storing the, the, right. that amount of release liner, right? Bailing they it need up, the volume right. yeah. before someone will pick it up. Two, they may, again, they may not have the space for it. And, and it also has to be trucked somewhere. So again, there's a lot involved in it, right? So we're trying to make it easy. That's amazing. Uh, oftentimes on TikTok or, or Instagram, you'll see uh, small or even larger companies posting videos about their labels spitting out because yeah. ev- because every label is in order. And they're like, you know, like, congratulate us. You know, we're doing great. And I often think of all of that is going into the landfill. <laughs> and that's yeah, sad. And, you know? Yeah, and, and the unfortunate, you know, again, um, I, I read somewhere that seven to ten percent of uh, release liner gets recycled, yeah. meaning it gets picked up and processed and, and whatnot, right? Oh, that's good. So seven to ten percent of everything that's out there. Oh, I thought you said seventy. So only no, seven. Sorry. Oh boy, <laughs> seven, seven to ten percent gets picked Jeez. up, and the reason for that is is again, it, it's it's not feasible for a lot of companies, small, medium, large, whatever it might be, to do that because. One, like I said, they need the volume before someone will come pick it up. Right. Two, it's got to be shipped somewhere. And three, if you don't have storage to keep that, you know, the easiest thing is, is to put it right into the waste system, right? So again, we just, we're, you know, when we when Brian came up with this, he, he was looking for a solution to, to, to manage liner waste, but make it simple and easy yeah. where everyone would be able to do it. That's excellent. I the only other solution I've seen other than recycling is I saw some companies reuse that liner material as void fill. Yeah. Which I thought was a creative solution to get at least one more use out of it. To me, that's yeah. much better than just tossing it in the garbage can. So that was yeah. cool. Yeah. So I mean, like one of the statistics I read somewhere, and I can't remember where it was, but something like 30,000 trailer loads of release liner each and every year end up in our landfill. So you think right. about that, 30,000 trailer loads, that's a fair bit. That's that's across North America, which is huge. So, you know, hopefully, you know, what we're trying to do is eliminate that so that, you know, everything can now be recycled. And we're closing that that sort of loop, right? We're using 100% post-consumer waste. You use your labels, you print, it gets recycled, gets picked up, and then gets turned back into paper, liner, whatever you want to. That's excellent. It's exciting to see a real solution and yep. uh, a real sustainable alternative in the world of packaging. There's lots of smoke and mirrors out there. And and this is, I think, the real deal. So I noticed on your sign there that it, it says it says wattage is saved. Oh, yeah. And, and, and that's a really big deal with the, the environmental movement is uh, reducing things like electricity usage. Can yep. you speak, speak to that? How did you guys manage to do that? Yeah. So, so great question. So one of our partners, so again, one of our partners is, is Roland. So they're a paper company mill out of uh, Roland Sustaina out of, uh, and they're also in the U S they're one of our partners. So we're using their recycled paper for our liner. 
So typically what we can show our customers is a comparison of what their environmental impact would be by switching to our liner compared to a regular liner, right? So those numbers that that are sort of the environmental impact report, it's something that we work with Roland on and, and their third party to kind of give us those numbers based on what we're producing. And those numbers are based on, again, recycled paper compared to virgin paper and the sort of gotcha. the process that goes through to get to that point and, and what's involved with it and, and whatnot, right? So those are where those numbers come from. So the benefit, again, you know, one of the things that we can show our customers is, hey, we, we can give you sort of what your environmental impact would be compared to what you're currently using. Which That's would amazing. Be regular liner. Yeah. yeah. So like a life cycle analysis of before or option A and option B Correct. Uh, can be provided. Yeah. That's incredible. And I think a lot of companies are striving for those kinds of statistics right now because they're, they're setting goals. They're yep. saying- Hey, by 2025 or by 2030, we're going to be, we're going to reduce carbon emissions by X, whatever that is, uh, or we're going to reach this. We're going to be hundred percent recycled material or recyclable material or both. So it sounds like this is a real cog in that uh, machine of moving it forward to, yep. you know, a more sustainable future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got a lot of customers that are currently using it. You know, what I would say is really it's, providing them with a solution that they had a problem to that they didn't know that there was a solution for, right? <laughs> That's that it. That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Um, oh, yeah. Very true. Very, and very, like, very normal in the packaging world. Yes. Yeah. And and a lot of people, again, don't think labels, what the impact would be, right? Again, l- labels are, like I said, everywhere, but not a lot of people realize that even though it's a small portion of, of packaging, it still has a big impact at the end of the day. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. So uh, what other kinds of solutions are you seeing out there with, with using your, your products? I mean, it's more than just, just labels on shipping boxes. What other uses are for, are there for these labels? Yeah. Great question. So obviously we're doing a bunch of different types of labels. We do blank labels, we do full color labels, you know, you know, different types of industries, whatever it might be. One of the other areas that we're also exploring and, and testing and whatnot is any type of liner, right? So you have a, you might not have one here, but you have an, an envelope and you pull that liner off. So we we're experimenting with that oh, right yeah. now. We've got it in the markets and testing it and see, see how that goes. I mean, you know, there, there's anywhere there's a liner and an adhesive, this product will work just a matter of figuring out how to make it work right but it's the the concept is the same that's a brilliant opportunity and a huge opportunity i just i just talked about that at waste expo uh, nike's one box or or kizik's one box same same concept on that box there is a strip of adhesive so that you can send your shoes back Correct. And not need another, but that would be a perfect application for that. You, th- you don't think about those all going into landfill. Yeah. Yeah. So, so again, when, when Brian sort of developed this product, it was label driven, right? Yeah. I mean, that's everything <laughs> that we've been doing is labels, labels, labels. So we have a couple of uh, partners that we work with and, and we have product out there. So in terms of the liner for envelopes, okay. you know, that's, that's sort of the first step, but again, it's, there's, there's so much out there in terms of what we can do and help the industry. I mean, it, it's, we're chipping away at it one at a time, right? I mean, yeah. ultimately, I wish we could help everyone out. Sure. Um, 
but you know, we're getting there and, and, and I think it's just the knowledge and education, getting that out there so that people understand. Cause again, you know, my wife didn't realize like when she would pull off a liner or a label or whatever it might be, you know, some people, she didn't know that it's not recycled. Right. So some people will actually put that into recycling. Some people will put it into the waste and, you know, we're trying to avoid that when trying to educate. And, and again, labels are sort of what I would consider. I consider it's at the top, but for most right. people, it's at the bottom, right? <laughs> sure. Um, they don't, they don't think about it. Yeah. I think even industry experts will oftentimes make that error. So that's, that's very common. I, I bet. Yeah. Yep. Well, are you finding that uh, extended producer responsibility is affecting your. So we haven't, I haven't, seen a lot of that to be honest with you i mean right now i think and i and i so what i learned from you from one of your podcasts is the scope three scope one scope two and scope three that that's coming out right so really after i heard that podcast and then i started hearing and and people asking questions about it uh, it was kind of odd how it worked out but it worked out but i think that a lot of people don't understand that and there's still a lot of education around it. Like I'm still learning. I mean, I don't know everything about it, and I've been asking questions just to understand it more. But I think that's something that's coming down the pipeline, and, and people are gonna start to, to to wonder what do they need to do, right? Yeah. How do they, you know, do what the right thing to do is, and yeah. what do they need to do, right? And and where can they where can they achieve these numbers, right? So yeah, that's the biggest so- thing. Let's talk about scope three because I think you're exactly right. I think there's going to be a frantic push. I don't know when exactly, probably six months before the law takes shape uh, or or effect, but there is going to be thousands of companies out there that say all of a sudden, what? We have to do what? And and how? And what's scope three? And so do you want to kind of explain what it is or are you comfortable with that? (laughs) I'm not an expert in it. I mean, you probably know more than I do, right? In terms of what it is, but really it's, it's the SEC that's come out and you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's come out and said, you know, if you're going to show these numbers, you need to show these numbers. You need to be held accountable for them. Right. So scope three, from my understanding is, you know, if myself as a manufacturer of, of labels for a particular company, I would be responsible for showing those numbers that, XYZ can say, hey, these are the numbers coming from my label manufacturer, whatever that might be. That's a great explanation. Essentially, what they're saying is, okay, you you have targets, you've made claims, back them up, buddy. Let's show the world what you're actually doing and not just you, but your suppliers. So you're all the way through the system. Everything you're buying that goes into your product, you need to show us how that is attaining your goals in the sustainability front. And to me, a label is such a great way to improve because uh, so few are are recyclable. So this will be a real easy win for a lot of people. It's a, it's a simple fix, yep. but again, it's it's people need to understand that it's it's out there, right? We're we're not a large company, but <laughs> you know we're big enough that we, we we're able to figure this out, and no one else can do it, right? Like I said, we've got a U.S. and Canadian, and and, and all our customers that are currently using it are are happy, right? And you, you know you go through that whole process of testing and 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 whatnot, and just to see if it will work, and it works, and you know people people are skeptical at first until they actually see it, and and right. but really. Our labels, like I said, are no different 
the face stock, the label itself is no different than anyone else's. Yep. Uh, the only difference is now that liner is the big difference, right? That's right. what's going to, that's what's going to, as a company, if you can go out to your customers and say, hey, we're, we're being more sustainable and here's what we're doing outside of our packaging. We're also doing our labels. We're also doing this and this because a lot of consumers or, or end users don't realize what the waste that's created at the, you know, at that point of applying that label, right? That's incredible. 30,000 truckloads of waste. Yeah, anyway. I read that summer. So something like wow. 30,000 truckloads each and every year end up in our landfill. Incredible. Yep. Just with label liner material. In, Correct. Insane. That to me, it's like these numbers boggle your mind. You know, I heard somebody say the other day, Amazon ships 4,000 packages every minute of yeah. every day. Amazon's a good example. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you look at what they're what they're shipping. They're, they're throwing a four by six label. Yeah. I don't have one in here, but they're throwing a four by six label on every single, and, and you know, sometimes they have another yellow label that goes on it. So there's a fair bit of labeling that goes on in, in that, right? So that's 500 labels in one roll. Yep. Imagine eight of these every minute of every day, just getting tossed into the landfill. So like, give me a good yeah. example for, for, I guess, everyone that's on, on YouTube here. Yeah. So, that's a roll yeah. of a thousand four by six labels, just the liner. This is a standard liner. Wow. This is our recycled liner. So this will end up going into recycling. This ends up going into waste. It doesn't look like a lot because it's all wound up, Yeah, but it's a fair bit, right? And that'll end up all scrunched up in a, in a bin, right? And take up yep. a lot more room. Man, this is great. Well, I'm really excited to tell the world about this and and to share your products with everyone. Um, you know, I know Landsberg Aurora is going to be one yep. of your international and national distributors of these labels, which is exciting uh, yep. because we are working hard to be one of the most sustainable packaging companies in the world. And I think we're we're making real progress. It's exciting. Yeah, you guys have been great to work with, and 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 again, you know, you always get the companies out there that. Say, hey, we want to be sustainable. And then yeah. you, you put something in front of them like, oh, we'll, we'll look at it next year. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, if, if if there's something out there, you know, and, and you say you're sustainable, yeah. let's let's look at it. Right. So, but you guys have been great. I've been working with your team. So I'm excited about the partnership. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Well, and on that note, thank you for, for your time today. Can you tell the, the audience how to get a hold of you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, you can visit our website. So uh, www.labelcraft.com. LinkedIn. I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn. So Brandon Gomez, you can just look me up or Labelcraft. We're on there as well. So cool. And email address, Brandon at labelcraft.ca. That's the only difference. And on TikTok. Don't oh, forget. I am on TikTok too. That's right. Labelcraft. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, I'm, Labelcraft. I'm, I'm, I'm following your steps, trying to get more into it. So I'm, I'm starting to get more into it. We're, we're so going to make... We're going to make TikTok the premier location for all packaging, sustainable packaging research. So, yep, there you go. Perfect spot for it. <laughs> so, check out at Corrugated and at, at Labelcraft on, on TikTok. So, and thank you, Landsberg Aurora, for sponsoring this podcast. If you're listening, give us a review. We appreciate it. And make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode. Thanks again, Brandon. Really appreciate this. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by Specrite the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve, The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive, Mr. Matthew Wright. 
helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.